Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release a Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. I am Cynthia Haynes. And I'm still Harold Weaver. And so on today's episode, our topic is sometimes you have to break it to fix it. Mm. I'm going to repeat it. Sometimes you have to break it to fix it. Come on, let's go. So I'm going to start off with a little bit different from my no- what I normally do. And I'm going to start off with um, how we even came up with this topic. Mm. Not using names. But there was on this one particular day that um, my front door lock was uh, it just automatically locked on its own. And it, and I wasn't able to get in the house, even though I never locked the door. So me and this one particular person, which I'm not going to say no names, was trying to work on this lock. And I'm listen, we took we took. And um, took that thing apart. And it never. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I took it apart. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And it, and it just, it's still, the like the, what you call it, the guts? Guts. The guts of it still would not come from out of the. Not cooperate. It would not cooperate. It was determined to be stuck and it stayed stuck. It stayed stuck. I mean, we just. We was uh, pulling, we were tugging, we were trying to get um, Mm -hmm. different type of screwdrivers, knives, you name it. We could not get that thing to to, um, budge. And so me and Harold, I said, well, let's, you know, we both decided let's just try to break it. Mm -hmm. And even even on that point where he was trying to bend the the metal piece, it was still not uh, budging. So he broke that one piece off. And finally, when he broke that piece off. Then we were able to open that door, and I and it was like right then I said, well, we both said okay. that um, sometimes you gotta um, break it to fix it, and I said, and we both said, okay, this was a good topic, and so I said yes because you know what, it could be, it doesn't matter sometimes what it is, it could be a number of things that the the way that the the state that is in. It's not going to get any better until it gets broken. And when it's broken, that's when you can see what's missing. That's when you can see what needs to be adjusted or you can see what needs to be added because the current state that is in is just not working. And you got to break it in order to make it work. Mm, that was good. That was good. So, like Cynthia said, um, it was a scenario where we just couldn't fix this thing, and we couldn't figure out what it was that was not allowing it to work like we thought it should work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what was happening. We just knew what we thought we knew yeah. what was not allowing it to work to come find out that we wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the actual guts of it that we could not see mm-hmm. that wasn't working. Mm-hmm. But everything we tried, everything we took apart, everything we matched it up to, the we, we actually went to a whole nother lock that was identical to that one, mm-hmm. took that one apart, mm-hmm. and could not figure out why this thing was not working. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing was we couldn't see mm-hmm. how it wasn't working based on what we thought we was looking at that should have been the same. Mm-hmm. Come to find out it was a malfunction in the guts. Mm-hmm. Meaning the part that we could not see. Mm -hmm. And we still never saw it. Mm -hmm. But as we started taking this thing apart, got to the point where, you know what? We just need to replace this lock and break it. 
And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We broke it. But guess what, y'all? It still didn't want to work. Yep. <laughs> it still didn't want to work. Mm-hmm. So when we broke as about as much as we could, that thing fell out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that thing fell out the freaking hole. Yep. Basically, it was stuck in the wall. But as we matched it with the other lock, there was nothing that could be stuck to in the wall. In the wall. So yep. that's how we came to the conclusion that it was inside of the guts. The malfunction that was taking place is what we couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Is what we couldn't figure out. Mm-hmm. And this is why we came up with this topic. Mm-hmm. Because what we did is we saw life. Yep. Hmm? Mm-hmm. We saw the things in life that we go through. Mm-hmm. The things that we deal with, the mm-hmm. things that we try our best to know what we're doing mm-hmm. to get through it, around it, and above it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until it gets to the point where, like Cynthia says, we can't. Yep. We can't. Mm-hmm. There are some things that we will not be able to get through on our own. Yep. And that's where God comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because he will. Mm-hmm. He will. He's not going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. But if we put our faith in him, mm-hmm. our trust in him, mm-hmm. he's going to find a way. Yep. On his time, mm-hmm. with our patience, he's going to find a way to get us where we're trying to go. Mm-hmm. And that's how we came up with this with this, mm-hmm. uh, this topic. Mm-hmm. Because this is how life is. Yep. We get to that point where either we can't go no further because we don't see ourselves any further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that there's nothing we can't do right. until we can't do it. Right. But it's that mindset that has to believe in that. Mm-hmm. For you to stay strong with that when the time comes that is that you are tested yep. to remember it. Yep. To remember it. These are the things that we have to consistently tell ourselves. Even if we don't need to it, we don't need to tell ourselves at the time to use it. We still have to tell ourselves to remember it when the time does come that we need it. There's nothing we can't do until we can't do it. Yep. And we were determined to find out what was going on <laughs> with this freaking lock. Until yeah. we realized that we wasn't. Mm-hmm. Until we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And we broke the mess out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And then it fell out on its own. Yep. And that's when we knew we had something. Yep. Something that had no question that we needed to, to ignore mm-hmm. to come in this week and talk about. Mm-hmm. So think about what we're talking about. Think about what our topic is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to break it mm-hmm. to fix it. Mm-hmm. That can go so many ways, but as we do every week, we want you to ask yourself, what does that mean to you? What Mm -hmm. could it mean to you? Think about some examples. Think about where you've been and where you're at today. Mm -hmm. It could be a separation from your your, your job, Mm -hmm. hmm? your friends, your surroundings, your relationship. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to separate yourself, which, again, we could look at that as breaking it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To come back and find out that you fixed something else. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. Sometimes you just have to let it go. Mm-hmm. All of this can fall under the same umbrella depending on how you want to see it, to understand it, mm-hmm. to use it when it's needed. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Separation. Mm-hmm. Breaking it. Mm-hmm. Generational. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. All that mm-hmm. can be fixed. Yep. Can be replaced mm-hmm. and fixed. But you got to believe in that process mm-hmm. or it's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You're just running the place trying to figure out why. Why, when, and who. Mm-hmm. When all you got to do is sit still. Mm-hmm. Sit still and give it to God. Mm-hmm. He going to do the rest. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sam. So um, it's it's funny but not funny. Figure of speech because Harold says it, he's not good with those. But um, me and my daughter, my middle daughter, were talking this morning on my way taking the kids to school. 
And she has this new business. I don't know if I mentioned this in one of the podcasts. She has this new business. What she's been through, I think, three employees so far trying to find the right employee. And so she had already fixed in her mind saying, you know, I'm just refusing to close my place. I'm going to keep my doors open, whatever I have to do to keep it open. Not, I'm not, and I'm not talking about shutting it down, but I'm just saying operating and um, no matter what. And so what I told her was that, you know, I said, that's what your plan is. But when you told God that this was his business and you were going to run it the way he wanted you to run it, then he might have another um, plan in place. And so that's what you got to do. And so um, getting back to our topic, you know, she had to go through all these uh, picking this person, look, you know, and, and they be the wrong and it's the wrong person. And it got to the point where she was just like, she don't know what to do. Broken. And so I said, that's when God can work now because the the best thing about this is that the business is new so business is slow so when you're going to make your mistakes this is the time to make your mistakes because now you don't have you know so many kids coming in and they have to get used to this person and then a new person so that could be the reason why it hasn't um exploded yet because you haven't got the right people in there yet i said when you were choosing your people did you pray and ask god to show you which one or did you look at it physically and decide in your own self that oh they look right on paper and decided to choose this person i said so maybe god not maybe but god is showing you right now that even when it don't look right, because we, we look at the outward parts. We look at what, what looks good to us, what sounds good to us. But God know the heart of man. And so if you haven't prayed and asked God to show you, then how you know you're getting the right person? Because only he knows the heart. So it had to be broken for her to get the revelation. So now she can get the right person in the place and do it the right way. Because like you said, that's when you start seeing the arrows that you have might have made. That's when you can see the mistakes that you did. You know, maybe you chose the wrong person. Maybe you picked the wrong job. And it took for you to be broken from that or stripped away from that for you to realize you're worth more. For you to realize you deserve more. For you to realize that. You you need to be much more. You need to come up a little higher with your bar and not stay where you at. So like Harold said, it this this is life in general. You know, even when you lose a loved one, you're broken at that time. But guess what? From out of that, you find out things you didn't know. Even the strength that you had inside yourself. Even sometimes some secrets comes out. From that you learn from this loss that you had. But if you never had the loss, if you never had to get stripped away from something, then you wouldn't have never realized that something needed to be changed or something needed to be added. That was good. Um, you just reminded me of a quote that I heard the other day that um, I actually, I guess I could say I knew, but just to hear it come from the person that it came from just made it hit home even more so to continue to remember when I'm going through something that I feel like I shouldn't be or I feel like um, I can't get through by myself. So the quote went like this. You can't succeed until you failed. It's just nowhere around it. Because the reason behind it, the way I understood it, is that you have to know the feeling of failing to know how to appreciate succeeding. 
Hmm? Let me say that again. You have to know the feeling of failing to be able to appreciate what it feels like to succeed. So I say that to say that, again, don't ever count yourself out. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care how hard it looks. I don't care how bad it feels. Don't ever count yourself out until you've at least given it to God. Hmm. At least, at a minimum, hmm. giving it to God. Because God's got an answer. Mm-hmm. He's got an answer to every single question you can think of. Mm-hmm. It's just you believing in that and remembering that. Mm-hmm. That when all else fails, you take it to God. Mm-hmm. He's going to show you something that you couldn't have seen on your own. No way. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. He's going to give you something that you couldn't have gave yourself. No way. Mm-hmm. This is what he's there for. This is where faith comes into play. And I don't question nobody's level of faith, but I do speak from experience. Mm-hmm. I've been there. We all have been there. Mm-hmm. To, to, I would like to say, I like to put it this way. We've all been there to the, to the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least we thought it. Because <laughs> we're still here. Right. And that's where I'm going with this. My point is this. As long as we're still here, we're still relevant. Yeah. We still have a purpose. Mm-hmm. We still have a reason. Mm-hmm. And all of it is given to us by God. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. We are still here for a reason. Don't ever count yourself out if for no other reason because of that. Mm-hmm. He's going to give you whatever's left mm-hmm. for you to do. Even when you think you're done, you're not. Mm-hmm. You won't be ever as long as you're still here to see another day, to do something different than you did the other day, mm-hmm. to do something different than you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because there's always that next day mm-hmm. that he's going to give you something else to do. Yeah. Ever count yourself out mm-hmm. until you've given it to God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to break it mm-hmm. to fix it. Mm-hmm. Now, we can only give you guys our opinion on what this means. Right. Examples. Um, what we think that you should consider when we brought up this whole topic. But only you can only you can tell yourself how to use it. Yeah. Only you can convince yourself how to see it. And how you can benefit from it. All we ask is that you can, you know, take this in consideration when you get to that point and even share it even more so. When you get to that point of no return, when you get to that point, you feel like you can't go no further. Give it to God because God's going to show you that you can. God's going to show you that you will. But you got to believe in him first. Just don't talk about him. Be about it and watch what happens next. Yeah. And I was um I was talking to um someone else who's um currently um he's in he's in jail right now. He's in prison right now. And so he, he calls me, um he's my actually my grandkids, um my grandkid my grandson's father and he calls me and we talk and I try to encourage him, but just from him being where he's at, he had to be broken when he got in that place for him to really appreciate and really find out who he was in that circumstance and don't want to be and don't want to be right and so every time he'll call and he'll be like i don't know i just can't you know it's so much going on i feel like they're trying to set me up and he just called me today because he said he had got put into confinement it was some it was some mess where 
uh, um, one of the officers had told him that he can switch his cell and they put him somewhere else. And then the other crew came in and I guess they don't like him or whatever it is. And they were like, well, why are you over here? Nobody can just move you or whatever. And then come to find out they came and got him and said they was putting him in confinement because it was something about he um he bribed. He tried to bribe the person, and that's why they moved him over there, that he was going to get him $2,000. I was like, first of all, where are you going to get $2,000 from? But he said, I, he said, I don't know, but they, you know, they trying to get me. You know, I'm, I'm almost out of here, and I feel like they're going to try to get me. And I said, well, what did you do during this time when all this was going on? He said, I prayed. And I told God, I know when I'm in the wrong, I prayed and I asked you to get me out of it. And you do. And he said, and now I'm, 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 you know, I feel like I'm in the right. I haven't done anything wrong. And so now I'm calling on you to get again to get me out. Next thing he said, they called him into the, I think they call it like a DR or something. And he had to go before the, I don't know if it was the warden or whatever, but it was almost like a little, uh, almost like a little hearing thing. Yeah. He had to go and, and plead his case to them or whatever, because I guess, um, had they found him guilty or whatever, he either I don't know if they would have had more time or he just would have been in um confinement even longer. But when they looked at the evidence that was presented, they was like, he said, Can I just read this out loud to you what was said? And so when he did it, they said, Nah, that don't even sound like you. And see, right then that let him know that somebody's noticing him. Somebody sees that he is trying to do the right thing and that he is doing the right thing. And so he said he got out of it. He said that that's unheard of because you normally be in there two weeks or whatever. And he was only in there for like a few days. And I said, but that ain't I said, that's God. That's why. So he said, you know, the, the guards was like, what you doing? What you did or whatever. And he said, I had to. I, I said, what you told him? He said, I said, that was number God. Okay, because I ain't do nothing. And so he said, but Ma, they're going to try to set me up. I said, didn't you just say that they already tried to do that and God got you out of it? It's the same thing. They can say what they want to say, do what they want to do, do. You need to just keep your eye on God and don't worry about that. As long as you know that God got you, they can't get you. God can move whoever trying to do something against you out of that place or God can move you. So, but you got to keep your faith and you got to know that you know that God got you no matter what it looked like. So when something is broken, just know that God is in the midst. Just okay. Just know that God got his hand on it because sometimes God got to get you to that point. And that's when you start looking up when you broken. Because it's easy to keep on moving when things are going good. But when it's broken, that's when you're more vulnerable. That's when you're more open. And that's when you can hear what God has to say for you. That's when your faith is tested the most. Okay. That's when it's tested the most. When you feel like that you've gone as far as you can go. When you feel like you thought you was being set up. Mm -hmm. It's because you didn't take the time to know that you can't be set up. Okay, that part. Say that again. (laughs) right when you thought you was being set up is when you need to remind yourself that you can't be set up because you're protected by the almighty from whoever Mm -hmm. whenever and wherever you in prison Mm -hmm. about to get out you don't think god knows that you don't think he's gotten you this far so you can get out so this is when you're going to get tested the most this is when the devil is at his best Mm -hmm. Right when you think that it's time to go and there's nothing else that can happen to you. And that could be the case. But if you take your eye off the prize, Mm -hmm. and who's the prize? 
It's the God. Christ said, okay. That's God. Don't know? take your eyes off of him. Okay. Don't take your faith from him. Okay. And you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just Come fine. Come on, son. Take us home. So um, I just hope that, you know, this episode blessed your, your soul. I hope it gave you a little bit more encouragement and strength to just move that much more um, closer in your faith, that much more closer to God because, um, God is there. And, and when we have subjects and topics, it's because God has put it in our heart to give it to you. So we know we're talking to somebody. So you just got to do something with it. You got your part. We said before, and God got his part, but he can't do it without you doing your part. Say this for you, let me close out. Listen, for you guys and girls that don't have a relationship with God, you got to get one. Mm -hmm. We can't just keep talking about him and you not use it to, to the fullest extent. Mm -hmm. The fullest extent is to have a relationship with him. That way you can have a conversation with him mm -hmm. and just you two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what you need. That's that right there is going to strengthen your faith mm -hmm. to the point where it can't be tested, mm -hmm. won't be tested. Mm -hmm. But that relationship is the bonding that that solidifies that, yeah. so it can't be tested. Yeah. Come on, sir. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, if you have any questions, any comments, anything that you'd like us to talk about, you can reach reach to us at releasepodcast at gmail dot com. Rate us on the apps. Look at you that you listen to us on, and. Um, until next week. So I'm going to close this out in prayer. God, somebody put a bug in your hand. Let you know it was your turn. Stop it. Mm -hmm. So, um, God, I just say thank you. Thank you again. We we can't thank you enough. Each time we're going to say thank you because we know it's nothing but you. And even in this message, God, I pray that you would go beyond this message and touch the hearts and the minds of those who are listening. That it would give them um, just that much more push to keep going and pressing forward in the things that you have called them to. Um, touch them in their uh, minds. Touch them in their hearts. Lord God, give them strategy, give them wisdom, Lord God, surround them with your love, bring people around them that will draw them that much more closer to you, Lord God, and let these seeds that we're planting take root and sprout up so that they will be prosperous and that um, it will bring them good, good health and success. And this I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Next week, y'all. We out. Oh,